Hello, football world. Welcome back to episode 19 of the Air It Out Fantasy Football League podcast, a part of the Air It Out podcast network. I'm your host, Chantel. And I'm Joe. You can find this podcast of ours on all media platforms, Spotify, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, YouTube, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. Please like and follow us on any of these platforms. And there should even be a little bell that you can click on so you can get a notification whenever we post a new episode. And remember, it is so important to rate the podcast and write a review. We look forward to your input and reactions to the show. You guys have been doing a pretty good job so far. We have 101 ratings on Apple Podcasts and over 300 on Spotify. So, and they're all pretty good. So please keep it up and remember, write us a review as well. Also, each show description has the support this podcast link embedded in it. And if you like what you hear and you feel so inclined, please make a contribution. It will help make it that much easier for us to bring you a brand new show every single week. So please show the pod some love. And lastly, don't forget to follow us at Air It Out Network on Instagram. How was your week? My week was fan. Fantastic. Personally, good. pretty good. Went to the doctor. Everything's still ticking. They said less chocolate, boo. Less booze, boo. <laughs> less cigars, boo. More gambling. So, well, so I got my one thing. Okay. And so that's better than nothing. I'm glad to have you around for as long as possible. I would so, like you know, to see follow a lot those more doctor's decades. orders. So life is good. Like that's some fantastic football. I really enjoyed some of the weekend yes. games. Even the meaningless ones. That Rams Niner game had a fun finish. <laughs> um, now we know why Sam Darnold is where he is. And oh, uh, man. yeah. How about you? Well, so it's Tuesday night, right? This is when we're recording. So yesterday was Monday. Do you know what they call it in the NFL yesterday? No. They call it Black Monday. And I bet you can guess why. Black. Oh, everybody's getting fired. Everybody's getting getting fired. Heads are rolling. So it actually started Sunday night and hasn't stopped. So it's first victim, Falcons head coach, Arthur Smith. They didn't even wait until Monday for him. They got to go on Sunday night. And so somehow he went from offensive coordinator for the Titans to head coach for the Falcons 2021. It it was a rough run overall, right? He had four starting quarterbacks and different starting quarterbacks in three seasons. Yep. Right. And, but I think that that was Matt Ryan, Mariota, Ritter, Heineke, but the Falcons did have one of the easier schedules this season. They got a ton of talent, which makes the problem appear to be a coaching one. So they lost nine to seven to the Panthers. Right. Remember that game? That was crazy. The Cardinals, they lost the commanders to the Titans, all bottom teams. So there you have it. But there was lots of others on the chopping block. Believe it or not, partner, I have the six that have been canned and I have a little segment on that. Coming up a little bit down the list. I I know we're going to talk about it more, I'm sure. Yep. So we'll get that way. Yes. No word on Belichick. He's tight-lipped as usual, though, right? Yeah, always tight-lipped. He. uh, They asked him several times to try to pin him down after they lost the Jets in the snow. Yeah. And he was very Belichick-like and said, I feel bad about the game. Are you going to retire? Be done? Are you leaving? I feel bad about the game. Several times, yeah. But stay tuned. Time will reveal. We'll see what happens with him. And so we'll... Keep it going in our podcast as well. This week, 18 officially in the books. The NFL regular season is all done. So how about we take a look back at some of the season's best performers. Last week, we gave you guys our top three candidates for Rookie of the Year and Offensive MVP. So this side, we'll shift to the defensive candidates. We'll start with the rookies, the yes. Young Bucks, the first-year guys. All right. And I will kick it off. We talked about him before the season even started. Okay. Very high draft pick, part of that national title-winning Georgia Bulldog defense. Okay, I know who you're going to say. 
Jalen Carter, yep. the baby rhino. If I knew a rhino <laughs> sound, I'd make it, but I don't. So he's the ninth <laughs> overall pick from Georgia yep. by the Eagles. In the mm-hmm. 2023 season, the massive young man had 33 total tackles, six sacks, two forced fumbles, one defensive touchdown, and they will need him a ton in the playoffs if they're going to shore up that all of a sudden very sketchy Philadelphia run defense. Yeah. Yep. I think that he is also on my list. I think his success there has kind of been overshadowed just a little bit by that uh undoing or coming undone at the end of this season. Yeah. So, you know, he might not be the name on a lot of people's lips towards the end, but he's definitely had a phenomenal, phenomenal season. They got it right with him. He's a difference maker when he's in there. Yep. For sure. Absolutely. Right. My second one, Will Anderson Jr. He was okay. the third overall pick by the Houston Texans. And well, he's a difference maker too when he's in there. Mm-hmm. I know the Texans don't get the play. I didn't realize until I was watching the game of the night, that was their first primetime game of the year. I Houston, heard Texas. that. I heard that when I was watching, like, wow, this, this has yeah. got to be amazing for them. Exciting. Which is a real shame because I got to watch this Will Anderson kid quite a bit and he played yeah. really well. So for him on the year, 42 tackles, mm-hmm. seven sacks. Very impressive. Yes. So again, Texans got it right with this one, didn't miss. So they had CJ Stroud number two right behind them, third pick, Will Anderson Jr. And a lot of the experts were like, that was the worst move. And then they they were downright crapping all over the Texans for for doing that. But, it, hey, they'll be eating crow now. He's been doing very in, well, incredible. Yeah. And if he should win, yeah, this would be the second year in a row. And if CJ Stroud wins, that we have a team that doubles up with the offensive and defensive rookie of the year. How cool would that be? Right? Yeah. How cool Crazy. would that be? Yep. I like it. All right, my third one, you might differ here a little bit because I went okay. down the list, but I really enjoyed watching this clip play this year. It's uh, Devin Witherspoon. He was the fifth overall pick. I can't pick. believe this. <laughs> you got the same thing? Yes. Fifth overall pick. So I skipped a couple guys who, you know, Vegas ranks all this stuff too. Right. So I skipped through to number five because I liked I, mean, I like I watched, Devin Witherspoon. We lit- talked about him before on the podcast. Earlier in the year when yeah. he had that really big game um, against Dallas. Right. Um, on, so man. fifth overall pick. So not a low pick by any means from Illinois. 56 tackles, three sacks, one forced fumble, one INT, one yep. TD. Right. So the one TD mm-hmm. was on the INT run back for 79 yards. Right. Yep. So I also, he was, he's actually my number one pick. I oh, went, interesting. I went Witherspoon and then Jalen Carter, then Will Anderson Jr. Yep. That was my order, but all of them on the list nonetheless. So, and then if that wasn't enough, that stat line is crazy. 16 pass deflections, right? Yep. That makes him number one amongst rookies, number three yep. league wide. I think he, I, I think he should win it. I think he's, he's my favorite. Super impressive. A tough division yeah. receiver wise. We were talking about going against the Rams. I mean, Arizona ish and then the Niners, of course. So yeah. I mean, to shut those teams down. And it's so important to be able a good cornerback is a key of everything. As you've seen with the New York Jets and others, you know, having a shut down yeah. corner can change your defense for you. Yeah. And he's certainly turned into that. He's going to be one of the greats. Yeah. Any other like- Brooks? Nope. Just those three. Just okay. those are my top three, Same, which is just, crazy. Just, just in case you threw somebody in there. All right. You ready for the big boys, the grown men's? Okay. Yes. Of these, I only have two. Of two. Okay. okay. You, you go first. All right. I'm going to go first. So I'm going to go Darren Bland. Okay. I like Darren Bland. So Diggs gone early in the season. Yep. And I think a lot of people thought that they would suffer, that cornerback room would suffer because of that. Darren Bland says, otherwise, he has set the NFL record for five pick sixes in yeah. the season, right? Pretty impressive. How do you, I mean, yeah. how do you contend with that? No. So he's my number one. My number two, and this guy I think is a very interesting <laughs> person, Miles Garrett. 
Miles Garrett's known for the um, big fiasco shenanigans of beating somebody over the head with a helmet. Yeah, I remember. I was watching that game. 14 sacks on the season, four forced fumbles. How do you not include Miles Garrett when he's on a team that has one of the absolute best defenses in the league? The Browns are almost number one at every single thing. I think the closest they fell out of contention to that, well, they were, they ended up going down to like number 10 or something against yeah. the pass, but everywhere else they were at least top three in most of the season. A number one overall pick once upon the time, um, Miles Garrett and Texas A&M, I believe. And what a, what an amazing, amazing yeah. year after year after year for Mr. Garrett. Yep. Anybody else? Nope. There's those two. Okay. For me, I'll add another huge name in there. Micah Parsons. Uh, Michael Parsons. Okay. Mr. I always get held. 64 <laughs> tackles. Okay. 14 sacks, one forced fumble, and then one fumble recovery. I like Michael Parsons. That's a good choice. That's I, a good choice. He, he is, he, he's all about winning. I think he is, he sees everything really well. Um, I want to say he changed positions, right? Yeah. Knows him self aware. I, I like Michael Parsons. Good pick. If Dallas is going to make a run, it's the same for all these guys we're naming off right now with the exception last one my name is injured. But these other guys, if they're going to make a run for their prospective teams, they're going to have to have good playoffs runs. They're just going to have to. They're going to be difference makers. Right. And we'll get, I know we'll get more into it later, yep. but I feel different about Dallas this year for some, some, something. We'll cover all those guys. And like yeah. the last and not lead, unfortunately, is not going to be part of the playoffs. However, I don't think they have much of a chance in the game anyway. Mr. TJ Watt, and I'll give you his stats. Mm-hmm. 68 tackles a lot. Nin- yes. 19 yes, yes, yes. sacks. Mm-hmm. 19 sacks. Four forced fumbles, three fumble recoveries. What is he at one or two? Who's leading in sex? I think somebody, there are a couple of people that got like, what, 20? Yeah, somebody above him. Okay. And then one interception. Yeah. He is the one. is. I just saw a stat on when he's deal. not playing, they're one in 10. First games when he's <laughs> wow. playing. So, okay. I mean, it's huge. That's absolutely huge. But you know what? That's a match made in heaven. Mike Tomlin, defensive minded coach. Yep. TJ was crazy. It's a shame he won't be there for that Buffalo game this weekend. But yeah. I mean, he was, he was giving us all against Baltimore in a game they had to have. All right. All right. Well, with all this talk about superstars and superstar performances, let's not forget that the NBA is in full swing and there is certainly no shortage of drama or stardom there. So let's find out exactly what's been happening on the court and check in with friend of the pod, Florida Fade, and his segment, Beyond the Arc. Hello, this is Eric, a.k.a. Florida Fade, with the second edition of Behind the Arc, where I break down the latest news in the NBA. First thing I want to address this episode is the big injury news. Young superstar John Morant is out for the season with a torn labrum in his shoulder. This is a pretty serious setback that takes at least five months to recover from, and the team wouldn't expect Morant to be back on the court practicing until the summer. On the positive side, a full recovery to his previous playing potential is likely. Past stars to undergo a torn labrum surgery include Paul George, Pascal Siakam and Jalen Brunson, who all returned to their previous high-level playing form. In case you are unfamiliar with recent Grizzly history, they have won over 50 games in the last two seasons, finishing second in the stacked Western Conference both years. Last year had a disappointing ending in the first round of the playoffs, where they fell two games to four against the LeBron and Anthony Davis-led Los Angeles Lakers. The highlight of that series had to be the off-court drama where Grizzly small forward Dylan Brooks told reporters that LeBron James was old and that I poke bears and I don't respect no one till they come and give me 40. After a disappointing showing in the series and talking a lot of smack that he couldn't back up, the Grizzly organization decided to ship Brooks to the Houston Rockets this year. Everything was set up for another deep run for the Memphis Grizzlies until May of last year 
after the Grizzlies were knocked out of the playoffs and John Morant decided to hop on Instagram Live in front of thousands of his followers, flash a gun in his car, just a couple months after being suspended for flashing a gun in a Denver nightclub while intoxicated. NBA Commissioner Adam Silver came down hard and suspended Morant for the first 25 games of the 23-24 season without pay. Morant also lost deals with Nike and Powerade worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Without John Morant, the Grizzlies started the season with a terrible 6-19 losing record, including back-to-back embarrassing losses to the Dylan Brooks-led Houston Rockets and looked nothing like the championship contenders they had been the last two years. That was until December 19th when Morant returned from his suspension and dropped 34 points, 8 assists, and 6 rebounds in a wild overtime win against a tough New Orleans team where Morant also hit a sweet game winner in the paint. There is no question Morant is the heart and soul of this team, and it was looking like he might even be able to drag the Grizzlies back to a playoff spot. After Giles' return, Desmond Bain, Marcus Smart, and Jaron Jackson Jr. have all improved their play, but this is likely not going to be enough to continue the recent success. This might not be the worst thing for the future of the franchise, however, and it may end up being a blessing in disguise. The average age of the team is 22 and a half, and most of the key players are still on the rise, yet to hit their prime. John Morant himself is only 24 years old, and a shoulder injury is not going to be a major setback, although his super high-flying, sometimes reckless drives and highlight dunks might eventually shorten his career. I don't think anybody seriously believes he has reached his peak potential yet. It's entirely possible the Grizzlies are now a lottery team and could add another high draft pick, high value asset to an already stacked roster. For the rest of the season though, it appears the Grizzly tickets have lost a lot of value. So next episode, we will transition to more interesting topics. In the meantime, back to Joe and Chantel in football. All right, guys, so pretty soon we'll be finding out which one of those guys on our list will actually be taking home the uh, titles of defensive MVP and or defensive player of the year, rather, and the rookie defensive uh, player of the year. But for now, we will see what's going on in the big league. So we'll have to wait and let's shift back over and Joe, tell us what's going on in the NFL. As always, we start with the trades and movement. Only one big yeah. one to note this week, and I don't have to go big one, but a move. The Baltimore Ravens, we talked about something last week, have signed X running back from Minnesota. Mm. Oh, Cook. I saw that. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. I should have known that. Yes, Dalvin Cook. Does this help Baltimore? Of course, they have Gus Edwards there. Lamar is known to tote the ball okay. himself a little bit here and there. I'm going to say no, but I, I mean, I don't think so. I don't think I, it I don't was think worth it. I think it makes a difference it. either. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think he's on the team now. He right. might get a carrier too, but he's going to go out there and repost. Or it could be like an insurance thing. Somebody goes down, you know? Yeah. So. Okay. So next one. We talked about this a tiny bit already with one of them. Six NFL head coaches have been fired so far. Mm-hmm. Let's decide whether or not it's been a good move or a bad move by their former owners. Let's go one okay, by let's one. Let's see. All right. First, one. This one was just today. And I kind of shook my head because I was like, this doesn't make any sense at all. Mike Vrabel. I didn't. I was wondering about that too. Six seasons. Yep. Um, I don't think that was a good move. This I'm year, Tennessee, six and 11, just got, just knocked the Jaguars out of the playoff contention. So mm-hmm. they got a nice little. To attend to a divisional rival and said, get out of here. You're done. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of a nice way. 56 and 48. That's very respectable right. as, as the Titans head coach. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Justified, not justified. I thought that was a bad move. I think, yeah, I, I don't agree with that one. Not yeah. not justified. So when you look at these um, more loyal, longstanding, they're not all over the place with personnel. And they try not to be, I would think, with players. And so it yeah. takes time. So to build up. So, and I, don't, I mean, a couple bad seasons. He's done well yeah. overall before. He's still a winning record. They were number one seed in the playoffs so, a couple years ago. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. Right, uh, which probably is why the yeah. Falcons ended up with their offensive coordinator as yep. a head coach. So That's exactly right. Um, yeah, way off the off the cuff. I don't agree with that one at all. Yeah. Next one, uh, Ron Rivera, Washington. Oh, Mr. Rivera's moved Ron. out quite a bit. He never mm-hmm. had a winning season with the Commanders. Right, backed into the playoffs in 2020 with a record, a stellar record of seven and nine when the okay. whole division was terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't win a game there. What do we think about Mr. Rivera? He's been on a lot of teams. He's with Carolina. Yes, when they he was with Carolina. He, they, Super Bowl with Carolina. Super Bowl yeah. Right? So yeah. I again, oh, they were already kind of like in a rebuilding phase. So yeah. what were you really expecting him to work some sort of miracle at this point? You know what I mean? I think they're probably going to be there for a while, though. I think they decided to rebuild halfway through the year when they started dealing their players away, when they sent Chase Young to San Francisco. No, I meant like even like when when he got there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when he got there. So it's, yeah, I I don't know. Not not for for my taste, not enough of a chance to really establish a team. That organization's been in bad shape for a long time. And it starts from the very top, even above New owners too, right? Yeah. 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 Snyder and all the stuff that happened with his. Oh, that's right. All the drama, the the in-office stuff. Accusations of this and the other inappropriate touching and crazy parties and yada, yada. So. Yep. They got the uh, Raiders coach fired. um, I forgot his name. Yeah. Chucky guy. Yeah. yeah. Got him fired. Yeah. No. Gruden. Yeah. Yeah. yeah John. Oof, <laughs> oof. 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 Okay. So next one. We just talked about a tiny yeah. bit. Archer Smith, which I learned today, mm-hmm. is the son of the founder of FedEx. I did find out that <laughs> as well. <laughs> so he comes from money. At least he's got that going for him. Uh, he did his two years there, 21 and 30, 7 and 10 this year. We already mm-hmm. kind of touched on this one a little bit. Atlanta has parts. We both decided we'd like Russell Wilson to right. go there next year and help them rebuild that, that story down there. All right. Fourth. Uh, Frank Reich. In Carolina, this is a little bit earlier in the year, but we'll go over it anyway. Mm, okay. He was one in 10 when he was let go in his first season. Okay. Do you think David Tepper threw a drink at him when he was on the way out of the room? <laughs> <laughs> Probably much more than a drink. Yeah. I mean, if he is that comfortable treating fans and people that poorly in public, imagine what he's doing to a staff behind closed doors. So for sure. Uh, but I do think maybe new blood, maybe definitely new blood. Know, I think Frank Reich is a good coach. I think he has a job somewhere as uh, some kind of assistant. Okay. Probably not a head job next year. Right. Um, Carolina has some work to do. Yeah. They, they need parts all over the place. I'm not sure that this rookie quarterback can't I, help them. I think there's you know some what? sparks there in Mr. Bryce Young. But. There, there had been, I think, towards the end of the season. And I'm really, I was just going to say, I hope that they don't um, move on from him too quickly. Yeah. I really hope they give it a real good. The yeah. problem is like it's all the pressure of everything. We've seen in the recent past so many people come out ready to go There's so, so few quickly. rookie quarterbacks. There's so there's only so many Justin Herberts right. who come out to see right. come out. They're, they're the exception. They are not the rule. I know, but so. every but you know, it's a kind of a monkey see monkey do lead 100%. thing and everybody wants exactly that and now like, oh, you're not that. You need three years. Psh, get out of here. I so. just put all this draft capital into you, money right. into you, all this stuff. You have 
perform now, and it's it's a win now league, and yeah. it always has been. Yeah. All right, next one, a guy I really don't like, and I'm glad I was glad he was fired. Was Josh McDaniels <laughs> in Las Vegas, nine and sixteen in his yes. two season. Reportedly lost the locker room, and he had what players called poor leadership. Mm-hmm. After they got rid of him, the Raiders went five and four on their interim coach Antonio Pierce, who they really like right. to finish eight and nine. They had a tiny chance for the playoffs at the end of the year. What? So a couple things here: Do you think okay. Josh McDaniels ends up somewhere else next year? Uh, not as a head coach. So when the locker room turns on you like that, when the players come on, they're like, he was terrible. So if you have noticed, if you, you're not seeing that a whole lot of places. No. (laughs) So I think that's a a heavy indication that probably shouldn't be in the head. Your stars, Josh Jacobs, you know, all those guys are coming out and saying, we're happy he's gone. Let's smoke some cigars and party. It's over. And they played better without him. Right. Next part of that is, do you think Antonio Pierce, so that was his first time coaching, mm-hmm. um, took them to an eight and nine, like I said, five and four under him. Do you think he gets the shot next if year? If they are smart, they will stick with this guy for a while. Yeah. If they are smart, they would not do the whole, I mean, just go ahead and make it permanent. Don't do this whole interim. And sh- yeah, they should definitely stick. They, the players love him. Yeah. Uh, I understand he's got a huge or great relationship with Max Crosby. Max that Crosby, yeah. yeah like in the defense they like not that. And they played harder him. under him. The yes. defense did, for yep. sure. Um, all right, last and he's not, a player's coach, right? He's a def, he was he a was a player. So he was yeah. a player. Yeah. Okay. But so a lot more. But yeah. Last one. The Chargers. Okay. This happened a little bit ago too. It happened on December fifteenth, mm-hmm. uh, five and nine when they fired Brandon Staley. The Chargers were supposed to be that high power potent offense. You know, Justin Herbert, Eckler, Mike Williams, him. all those Absolutely. guys. So they were twenty eighth in offense. Yeah. When they fired him, that's ridiculous for they a Chargers. They were always last on everything. Yeah. How you? I mean, you don't want to be last on both sides. They were dead yeah. last in overall defense. Dead, I mean, come on. That's 28th ridiculous. in offense? Yeah. yeah no. you look on paper, you that go. team is amazing. On defense, not so much, but on mm-hmm. offense, for sure. They should be as good as anybody. Right. So I put I put that on him. Yeah. So Khalil Mack, outstanding season. Yep. There's It was, in my opinion, there's no, I can figure out for the life of me why they were having such a bad season. Yeah. And I, I like Justin Herbert quite a bit. Like I feel like there's all these like flashes of greatness from him. Yep. And he's he plays hard. He plays like he wants it. He's he gets after it. So I, Keenan Allen, one of the best. Yeah. What are you he Crazy. Yeah. So yeah, it wasn't adding up. Math, not math. And I think he. So a new a coach call. goes in there and helps the Chargers become more competitive in that usually Kansas City led division next year. I think. Mm-hmm. I hope so. Yeah. I don't know. Do you know who they have their eye on? But just by it's any. Bill Belichick was last there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, right. Um, we'll yeah, right. Belichick's not going anywhere. Or, or maybe one He's of those. going to die a Patriot. Probably. Or one of those two brothers who just won a national title up there in Michigan, mm-hmm. one of the Harbaugh's. That would be, so, I would like that. That would yeah. be nice to see. He knows how to get his guys going. Yeah. All right. That's it for that one. On to the news and headlines. Yes. So we'll talk a little bit about the Dolphins and the Chiefs. That's okay. the wild card game expected to be among the coldest games in NFL history. It's forecasted to be zero at kickoff. And then in negative numbers as the night goes on, which team does this affect? The Dolphins more? are going to hate that. <laughs> it's the Miami Dolphins, they're of course. Yeah. Of course, it's going to hate. They're, they're going to hate that. It's going to be hard. That's the not to say they won't win because I'm still going to. I'm, I'm going to stick with them. But yeah. All right, let's run it back. If the, Dolph- right. if the Dolphins would have beat the Bills at home last Sunday, could have, should have, would have. Mm-hmm. They would be playing in 64 degree Miami. <laughs> <laughs> well, well. Yeah. Hey. Do get it done at home. And yeah. they couldn't. And then don't credit to Buffalo. We talked about this. Buffalo's been very hot over the last six weeks, and they, and they did what they had to yeah. do. All right, Josh Allen, that was my MVP pick last week. Yeah. One of them, at least. Yeah. He came out a little sloppy with those two interceptions at the end. Josh Allen did, but then he, mm-hmm. he got things done where he had to. Um, okay, let's run it back to the way, way beginning of our podcast. Okay. We both like the Eagles and the Chiefs as Super Bowl mm-hmm. potential winners. So let's go back. Okay. The Eagles are now 11-6. and six. 
fifth seed. I know you have some family home love with the mm-hmm. old Eagles. <laughs> the fifth seed in the playoffs. They finished the season with back-to-back teams not in the old tournament, the Cardinals, the Giants. We can call them not good teams. Okay. Did Nick Sirianni lose the locker room? Man, the Eagles are a really well-run organization. Agreed. Always happen. And we will never know, I think, what is happening to some degree in that locker room amongst it. What is being is just that tight, you know? So, um, it's hard to say. I think if he's lost the locker room, it's, I, I don't, I haven't seen the outright indication from players that you know they tend to do oh we got to play better better it's on me it's on and so or maybe some thinly veiled comment here or there but nothing overt that would suggest to me that he's lost the locker room what's going on with aj brown do you think that's part of it he's not stretching <laughs> the field like he was he doesn't look as interested in the game he's not the player he was the year before so uh you know what he started he AJ started Brown was having an remember, amazing remember, season yeah, yeah. And, and, and then off a cliff suddenly mm-hmm. but aj i could be injury. I know that he's dealing with a knee issue right sure now yeah, with AJ Brown. Um, and if I had to pick, <laughs> I, I even feel bad saying it, but if I had to pick a personality that's most likely going to be the issue, I would go with AJ Brown in the locker room. So did he's have very div- on the border of diva ness, reminiscent of one. I just I don't know. I think it's a wide receiver thing, though. You know, being diva ish part of you the- think so? As long as it's not toxic. Is it to the like team. second to quarterback first, yeah. first then wide receiver? Of course, I can certainly I'm, see that. Yeah. All right. So last question on the Eagles. Okay. Can they win the Super Bowl? I don't think they're going to win. I thought they would go back. I don't even think they're going to go back. So I think they win their first. Round next round they're out Monday night at Tampa unless they happen to by some crazy chance Green Bay wins this week and they stay in it and they somehow get them maybe but yeah. I think they'll win one game and they'll be done one and done so yeah. I, well they'll win not one no, no, one them, game, but they'll one game, win one, one game and, yeah. and then next yeah. round so they're winning out. the wild card and then losing the divisionals yeah, yeah. that could definitely happen all right yep. on, on to the sorry Eagles yeah. yeah there's still time they have a great offense there's still players out there we'll see. The, uh, so now it's the Chiefs, the mm-hmm. Holmes, the Swifties. These Chiefs <laughs> are now 11 and six, finished to the number two seed, finished year three and three. They had losses to the Bills, Packers, and Raiders, two of three are playoff teams, mm-hmm. one of mm-hmm. whom was on the bubble. Yeah. Do they have enough to beat the Bills or the Ravens? No and no. No and no. No and no. So if they see if they meet the Ravens, it would be in Baltimore. The Bills could end up going they, to Kansas City. That off so the thing is the offense, right? They led the league in drops, twenty six drops sure on the did. season. And they still I mean they, that's still gonna be a problem. 20, 24, 25. No, okay. <laughs> You know what? I didn't, I should have looked further. That would be a, that's an interesting step. But a problem, a couple, the rookie looks good. I like him quite a lot, Rasheed Rice. And I, he's Rasheed working Rice, really yeah. hard, I think, to endear himself to one, uh, Pat Mahomes, yep. but it's not enough for teams like the Bills, the Ravens. That's not gonna, that's not gonna fly. So especially with the Ravens, that defense, mm-hmm. nope. And you're, you're dropping, you're dropping balls by yourself. Yeah. So yeah, yeah they, that's they, not, you, yeah. Don't, you don't need to help them after right. all the interceptions they've taken off other teams. Yeah. Nope. I mean, what they took four off the Dolphins and five off the Niners or somebody, you don't need to help, them, help, help them do that. Mm-mm. Not at all. Um, yeah, I don't see the Chiefs. I just, they can't stretch the field like they used to. Right. And that's, that's really good. And that hurt was them. that Tyreek Hill role. Yeah. So. And Kelsey. Kelsey just slowed down a tiny bit. It happens yeah. to everybody. You know, mm-hmm. he's in his mid-30s now. He's got his woman stuff and he's got stuff and stuff. And <sighs> it's not Taylor's fault. It's not. Let's, 
They, they'll, they'll be fine, I'm sure. Okay, that's it for that section. On to the injury report. Uh-oh. This is a sad one because, I mean, he busted his butt all year to get his team into the playoffs and they snuck in, but he's going to be out for the rest of the year. And that's TJ Watt. He ruled yeah. out against the Buffalo Bills on Sunday with a sprained MCL. It looked bad. Okay. You know, I watched uh, I watched the highlights of that game and it did not look good. Um, they will need all the help they can get that Pittsburgh defense to go into Buffalo and get a W on Sunday morning, but it'd be without Mr. Watt, unfortunately. Okay. Next one, Mr. Raheem Mostert is questionable mm-hmm. with a knee mm-hmm. versus Kansas City. I that and there's several other there too. Jalen Waddle with his ankle sprain is questionable. Tyreek Hill's on the list, but we expect him to play. Um, that Miami offense is going to have difficulties in Kansas City. I uh, think stranger things have happened. We'll they see. have. Next, Mr. Gabe Davis, uh, his knee. He left. Oh, he left really? that last game. He was replaced by Khalil Shakir, who had a fantastic game. Okay. He's been a very good fill-in spot when uh, Gabe Davis is out. Mm-hmm. The funny thing there is, I mean, he got some good catches last week. Stephon Diggs, he's really going to show up a little more. I wouldn't. They don't think they need him in the next game, mm-hmm. but if they find themselves um, traveling to a higher seat after that, which they probably will, it's they're going to need him. They're definitely going to need him. But yeah, that's another one that I don't know what happened there. He was off to a really good yeah good start early in the season too, and it took yeah. Yeah, interesting. And, uh, well, up and down. I don't know. I guess they would go to. They're the three, so they would go to Kansas City. Okay. How interesting mm-hmm. would that be? Um, okay. So we're uh, AJ Brown next, another knee guy. They're mm-hmm. they're definitely gonna need him. Tampa's looks a little sluggish recently on offense. I mean, they're they've been good overall, yeah. but they only put up what was it nine against Carolina last week. Um, they struggled the week before a little bit offensively. Yeah, I think they're gonna have to find a little more offense against Philly to get to get that win. But anyway, AJ Brown and knee. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about. Here's a really sad one. It happened right at the end of the game too, and they were just trying to get him extra yards. Was Sam Laporta? Mm. They're saying he's probably done for the playoffs. Okay. So I'll, I'll ask one on that. Does it make Which sense? they needed him. Yeah, they needed yeah. him. Um, does it make sense to play a player like Sam Laporte in a game with no playoff application? Their place wasn't moving. They wanted right. to give him the rookie catch thing, and they did. But then after that, why is he still out there? Right. Yeah. No. I don't think it makes it sense. Make sense. I, I really mm-hmm. don't. I understand letting and players play. they're probably play. kicking themselves right now with it anyway. And that's always a, there's, there's two sides. Like you watch the Niners and the Rams, they didn't play anybody. They let everybody, yeah. pretty much everybody rest and we'll, yeah. just, we'll wait for next week, you know? Um, yep. I don't think Lamar Jackson even played. They didn't right? play at all. Yeah. No, no, not a, not yeah. a, not a not down. Not risking it. Yeah. I don't agree with risking people when there's no real reason to move up and down. Like teams like Dallas, right. really, they had to play their starters because there were a lot of implications. But all right. That's it for my injury report. Uh, this late in the season and the injury bug is still claiming victims. But let's keep it moving and see how all the changes might impact the Super Wild Card weekend. Games keep coming. In this segment, we normally give you guys our picks for the eight most important games to keep an eye on. But now that we are in the postseason, this week we'll take a look at all the upcoming games being played in Super Wild Card Weekend and give you our picks on each one. There are only six games being played this weekend, um, so we'll give you a little more depth into those games. But first, let's see how we did wrapping up last week. We did all 16 games last week, so here we go with those. All right, so Baltimore-Pittsburgh. You had Baltimore, I had Pittsburgh. Detroit, so we split that one. Mm-hmm. Both had Detroit, both had Tampa, both had Dallas, all winner, winner, chicken dinners. Uh, you had Seattle, I had Arizona in a very close game. You got the win there. We both had Houston, both had New Orleans. Uh, you had Cleveland, I had Cincy, because I had a feeling Cleveland wasn't going to play anybody, but it didn't. So the first half, six and two, seven and one. The next eight games, okay. we did both had Las Vegas, both had the Rams. Both had Jacksonville in their losing effort, which knocked them out of the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. We both had the Jets in that snowy, snowy game that was basically all defense. And if you're going to go all defense, it's going to be tough to be the Jets. Uh, Green Bay got their win and got themselves into the playoffs. Philly took the loss there against that Giants team. Kansas City got their win in, a, in pretty much nobody playing game. Yeah. And then Buffalo got their win to give them the division. 
Uh, so you are a total for last week of 14 and four. Very nice. I was 15 and three. So for the entire season, you were. Oh, I didn't catch up. Okay. <laughs> got close. 90 and 62. 99 and 53. And I like to throw in the front little stat okay. here because everyone who knows me knows I, I do a lot of gambling trips to Vegas for NFL stuff and sports books and stuff. They say if you're above 51%, you beat the mm-hmm. house. You and I are both well above 51%. Now, this would have been money line betting. We're great. Money line is when you just bet, you know, no spread. Okay. So money line betting, we would have done great. Against the spread's a little bit harder and that's a whole Against different. Against the spread is harder. Okay. Uh, yeah. You, uh, we were just, <laughs> you would have loved to hear a few of us discussing the money line the other day. Nobody could figure it out. We were like, where's Joe when you need him? He would be super simple. Know. And it, I'm not going to go into the 20 minute discussion of how yeah. you figure it out. <laughs> you pick the winner. There's a number next to it, a plus or a minus yes, number. Right. And that's first the hundred dollars you bet. And then you go in increments that way. So I can figure it out. That was, all of it. Okay. We'll say that was a simple, quick explanation, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> um, it's, it can be a good account. I do it a lot in what's something called parlaying, which is where you do a bunch of bets together. Okay. Um, but that, and again, this can turn into a really long conversation. Maybe right. a podcast in the off season, <laughs> we can get into sports betting and, uh, on the NFL in Las Vegas. And I'd be happy to, to go over that stuff. All right, All right. Back to the show and this week's super wild card weekend games. Number one, super excited for this one. Okay. Browns visit Houston. Yep. And the Texans, what do you like? I like the Browns. Taking the Browns, I'm go- it's going to be a great game. Mm-hmm. The Texans have the stronger offense by far. Yes. But the Browns defense, I mean, they're among the best in the league. And I'm going to stick with that old cliche, defense wins games, right? Yeah. So the Browns have, they've got some serious weapons on defense. <laughs> One I've talked about already, Miles Garrett, Garrett, right? My favorite. And then, I mean, just that um their secondary is insane top they are year. super strong in every single way top five every defensive category nearly so yeah. i mean i don't know so what we have here really is the number one passing uh defense in the browns going against a very top tier high level passing offense in the Texans. so right. it's gonna be one heck of a game there are two games i'm very very much looking forward to this is number two of okay. those two games um, I'm with you. I will take the Cleveland Browns, darling of the show, all year long. We've mm-hmm. liked them, even with their injuries and their losses they took with Nick Chubb and others throughout the year. Right. They're going to have to defensively, and I think they do. I think they rattle the rookie a tiny bit, although he's been pretty unrattable. Right. Rattleable. I think they get him, though. <laughs> um, and then Cleveland goes down there and gets their win. So, I, but I would say, just like you're right, if anybody can contend with them, it would be CJ Stroud. I do like the matchup very much. So I think let's not forget that although this is his rookie season, he was mentioned in the same breath with very elite oh, quarterbacks in that MVP 100%. discussion. And that was prior to him going into concussion protocol. So what if he hadn't, you yeah. know what I mean? Would he still very much be in? In that race. So, he, he took the know. role, too. They had to get that win against Indy, and that was mostly him. I so, watched a lot of that game. That was mostly C.J. Stroud went yeah. out there and took care of business. I, he, he, that's like the second, third time I think this year he's been like, we're going to get this one. Yeah. We're going to go out and get it. He's finishing with 4,100, right? Three, yeah. 23 TDs, only five interceptions. He does not turn Truly the amazing. ball over. So this will be something to see. This is a test, yeah. This is a this test. This is going to be a test. Fortunately, it's at home, so it'll help a little bit, but it's a test. But we both like the Browns stars like of this podcast. And my guy, go. one more guy to watch. Go. Emerson, Emerson, yeah. Martin Emerson. Um, he's going to be the player to watch this this game, I think, to see what happens there. He's got zero TDs on the season, I think, still, Oof. that he hadn't given up one yet. Four INTs to top it off. So we'll see. He's, what, 35 catches on 79 targets. Jerome Ford's going to have to have a good game. So, yeah. We'll see. So, yeah. 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 It's going to be very important. Yep. That running game's going to be very important. To slow everything down, to keep that Houston offense, you know, on the sideline. Yep. All right. Next one, I think this is going to be very one sided, especially with the loss of Mr. Watt and stuff. Yeah. But the Steelers go to Buffalo to play the Bills at Orchard Park. What do you like there? 
I like the Bills, and I think you are correct. So they, the Steelers, they've had a really like up and down yeah. season. But again, there's hats off to Coach Tomlin. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Seventeen seasons, not one losing season. How and I was worried. We talked about it plenty of times. Like, is it coming to an end on this? <laughs> you know, it's not looking so good. But yeah. he said, "Worried? Who's worried? Not me." So, and he finished at what seven and ten. Oh, I'm sorry, not seven and ten. Ten, 10 and seven. seven. Yep. And now, so unfortunately, they are going to be a one and done team. There, this is it. I this is all. This couldn't is agree it. more. So they're calling for a little weather snow in that game, which more more goes to the Bills yeah. and stuff. I just don't think they have enough pieces, the Steelers, to go in there. Um, and, and knock Josh Allen and a very hot Buffalo team out. I really don't. And I, I think so the Steelers, what bothers me with the, Steelers, <laughs> with the Steelers and how they use some of their players. So look, we've been talking about Najee Harris all season. He did finish with over a thousand yards yep. and something like an eight, eight touchdowns. Yeah. Problem for me is that was on 255 touches, right? 4.1 yards. That's not a, carry. a very good average. Yeah. His number two. Finished with nearly 800 yards on a hundred less yeah. touches than he got for five point like three or four yards a carry. Yeah. And he was still, so I don't get why he's not the, he's not living up to, to over there. Yeah. He's not living up to where he should be for the how high draft pick he was and stuff. Really, uh, or, or just, I mean, well, I don't know if that's, you know, him not wanting to be like, okay, then you're going to either split the carries evenly because if he, if, Imagine if Jalen Warren got a hundred more carries yeah. Yeah, yeah. with those kind of numbers. Yeah. So, he, yeah, he was know. the guy. He's still their guy. And, he's gonna, and if they're going to have any chance in that game against Buffalo, that running game is going to have to take over for the Steelers. Keep Josh Allen, like yeah. I just talked about with Cedar Stroud. Keep Josh Allen on the sideline. Keep that running game on the sideline. Yeah. Um, hmm, so, I don't know. In a snow game, know. but no, I'm with it. Bills. I mean, they're the biggest favorite of the weekend, and I, th- I think they cover it and get it. Yeah. So. Yep. All right. The one I'm looking forward to the most, that might surprise you a little bit. Is the LA Rams super hot going okay. to go into America's a new America's team? New America's team to the Detroit Lions. Yes, what do you like there? I'm taking the Lions. I'm taking the Lions. This is going to be a really fun game to watch. So revenge game, right on both sides at quarterback position. Yeah. So uh, and there's been a lot of talk about what it means for Jared Goff if he does not win yeah. this game. Like how far can can he take this team? So yeah. um, I think. The, I like Jared Goff. The thing is, he's never ever mentioned with the elite guys. I no. never, I, I feel like he gets looked over all the time. There's no mention of him in the MVP race. But get, get this though, this season, 4,575 yards. That's second place yeah. in passing yards, right? 30 TDs. That's fourth place. 12 on 12 INTs and another two rushing touchdowns. And like you said, never talked about. Never talked about. Yeah. Led his team to a division title, right? Yeah. 12 and 5 record. First playoff appearance and was it 30 it's, years or whatever I, it's been? Yeah. Right. I, I don't know <laughs> yeah. what it could be. So I do think yeah. they're, the Lions are a little underrated. They have everything. Mm-hmm. I think they have everything they need to make a deep playoff run. That's Sands, like Sam Laporta now. Unfortunately. Not having, but yeah. other than that, St. Brown, right? Gibbs, Aiden Hutchinson, Brian Montgomery's Branch on the other well. side. Yeah. Montgomery's playing well, two, yeah. three interceptions and a forced fumble yeah. out of it. So Aiden, yeah. yeah, Aiden's playing well. Yep. I, I'm gonna. I like the line, which is why there's other storylines here. Matthew Stafford felt a little disrespected by Detroit for getting trade to the Rams. What, what happens? He goes to the Rams. He wins the Super Bowl, right? So, he felt disrespected by getting all those I mean, years there, and really? then they him, right. So what does he do? He goes to the Rams. They do their trade. Goff ends up there. Mm-hmm. This is a chance for Detroit to right that ship and say, "We got our guy. We got right. our pieces. Mm-hmm. We can fix this." 
They're playing a very hot Rams team. Now the Rams got very lucky to beat the Niners, but it's all second string last week, so that doesn't really matter. <laughs> okay. But I mean, leading up to that, they, they made a run to get into this. We talked about them playing Baltimore early this year, where Baltimore had to come back and win right. at home. So they've been they've been much more impressive over the second half of the year. They have. Do they have enough to go in there and beat the Lions? I think they do. <sighs> Make no mistake, the Rams are definitely stacked too. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not <laughs> suggesting that they are not. We, we know all of the names over there, but... I think I'm still when it on the defensive side of the ball. I'm still thinking that the Lions have the edge. They are a little better. They are better. And so if I had to, I would. I would definitely go with the that defensive edge. And talk about have, a home field right? crowd. They love their teams right. up there. That'll be it'll be a noisy, right. wild place. Um, the Rams, uh, not the Rams. The Lions, Lions through Week 18 finished. Second against the run, yeah. right? You got Kyron Williams over there who's having an incredible season. What a rookie so, matchup. Jamar Gibbs and Kyron Williams on the field at the same time. That's right. why I'm so excited. But another reason I'm so excited about this yeah. game. Yeah. Yep. All right. So, we'll so we're going to differ here. Yeah, you're going to take the Lions. Difference. I'm going to take the Rams. All right. We'll see. Nothing against America's team. I like and we should start too. those numbers over for the postseason. Okay. We, yeah. We, we can do I'm that. I'm not going to catch up now. But I yeah. I think we're going to agree <laughs> on the next three, but we'll see. Okay. All right. Next one uh, in that ice bowl-ish type game, the Miami Dolphins leave the warmth of Southern Florida and go to Kansas City to play the Chiefs. Okay. What do you like there? I'm calling the Chiefs one and done. I'm taking the Dolphins. Oh! I'm calling gonna, the Chiefs one and done. We're going to be yeah. the same. I was wrong. I'm listen, I think they're in just for a little bit of trouble. So Mahomes, he hasn't had his best year, right? No, so in the very recent past, we've, we've talked about it a lot. Mm-hmm. So in the recent past, we would have been looking at the Chiefs like they got Mahomes. He's the X factor in this game and we would have given them edge. But in this case, I feel like the playing field is relatively level, like on both sides. So on one side, I think you got what was, I know they're a little bit beat up, what was the fastest offense in the league. Waddle is banged up. Hill's not 100%, yep. right? And so, and we know that that's the heart of of that offense, court, right? Sure. Yeah. But they also have two of two of finished over 4,000 yards, 29 TDs, 14 INTs, right? No rushing yeah. TDs. So, and I know this doesn't really sound like I'm making a case for them, but <laughs> I am picking them though. But that's his worst uh, touchdown to interception ratio since his rookie year. That's basically saying he's yeah. just as likely to throw a touchdown as a pick. So, yeah. but he had a rough um, game against the Bills. He had a really rough game against Baltimore. So he hit some. Which, yeah. On the other some. side, though, like we said, you got an offense that's been dropping passes left and right all season long. I I don't. Think the Chiefs would have gone out there and put a million points up. I really don't. Neither, no. neither does Vegas. I think the line's like 40 no. 44. I do think that Pacheco's the, the key there. I really do. I think Pacheco okay, I think it's the run. And the Kansas City defense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So and then I went there. I wanted, I really wanted to say that the defense would be the deciding factor, but I just don't think so. They are they are both I mean, they're both Miami's banged up. I know that uh yeah, they're definitely banged up. I think the Chiefs lost a lineman too, I think. Think I'm not yeah, uh, sure on the name, but yeah, both are being so. I mean, it's pretty much uh, even. Even I yeah. think so. I and in that case, I feel like the Dolphins have the stronger offense. So I'm gonna go on Dolphins. Yeah. I'm gonna go Chiefs. Uh, I think they in the cold weather get their win. They're the season, the team in the playoffs for sure. The Dolphins are really here to look at the best team in, in the NFL. They really did for the first half yeah. of the year. I mean, truly fantastic. Well, they put seventy on Denver at one point. They like did 50 week three. On the Jets I will never forget like it. Yeah. I mean, they they put up a lot of points throughout the year, and then they looked really good. I just think this is they're too beat up. I think that's just is too much to ask to go into Kansas City and win a game. I'd love to watch it, but it's on stupid Peacock, so I'll be following it on my phone. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, so that's that one. 
Next one. This should be exciting too. Mm-hmm. I, I really like the young Jordan Love and the Green Bay Packers. They travel to the Lone Star State to take on Dakota Prescott and okay. his Dallas Cowboys. Again, this is their year every year. Mm-hmm. What do you like <laughs> of this one? I'm going to go with Dallas. Um, I think, and I, I also like Jordan Love quite a lot. So mm-hmm. I think if there was an award for like the most improved player, I would definitely, definitely. like want to see him get it. So it's, um, and it's pretty clear like how much he's grown since the rookie yeah. season and how much he's probably like learned sitting behind Aaron Rodgers for sure. the time that he got to, right? You saw the stats like side by side of him and Aaron Rodgers in that um, game. I can't remember what week they was that they, mm-hmm. but they were very, very similar. Sidebar here. Is, is Aaron Rodgers insane? Aaron Rodgers is not insane. Stop it. Okay. Stop it. He's, he's not insane. Okay. But at any rate, so I think um, it's kind of a long shot, I think, for Green Bay to pull off. Dallas is the better team, you know. More stacked um, on offense. You got to give them that. And they have the Michael Parsons and all this stuff on defense we yeah. talked about earlier in the show, for sure. Mm-hmm. Hats off to Jordan Love for getting them as far as he has. Aaron Jones is having a great year. There's, Aaron there's Jones pieces. is having a good year. Yeah. I mean, he does, but I would be shocked if Dallas well, – the way that Dak Prescott made your MVP list, I'd be shocked if – if um, Dallas didn't walk away, the way that C.D. Lamb's been playing, the way that Dak's been playing, yeah. I think Dallas, as much as I'd like to see if they won't see the Niners until the NFC Championship play today, I'd love to see those two play again after all the smack talk earlier this year. Mm-hmm. I like Green Bay. I like Love. I like some of their receivers. Um, like I said, I like Aaron Jones. I don't think A.J. Dillon's playing. I think he's hurt. But Aaron Jones, their young defense is playing okay. I just think it's a lot to ask. I don't think they have enough to go into Dallas and get that win. I think Dallas – they, yeah. they, Jake Ferguson's having a good year. Their running game is not the greatest thing ever in Dallas right now, but it's enough. And then their passing game is through the roof right now. So Dallas for me. Yeah. They're going to yeah. have a deeper playoff run than we've seen finally. I think Dallas is. So I'm I, very I much like so. to see the one and two play and see yeah. them play Santa, the Niners in Santa, Santa Clara yeah. in, in, in the NFC Championship. But sidebar, my son and I have a, actually a little friendly wager on this game. He's a huge Green Bay Packers Ooh, fan. Oh, right on. And he thinks that Jordan Love is the second coming. So he's <laughs> like, you know, we have this bet. So if the Green Bay Packers should happen to win, I'll be stuck doing his dish duty and laundry duty <laughs> for a week. That's a fun Dallas day. wins it. He cooks dinner for the family for a week. So I have to let you know how it uh, okay. how it turns get out. The, get the pans out. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Last yep. one. Monday night game. Should be fun to watch. Uh, the battle in Tampa. Pirate ship. Mm-hmm. The Philadelphia Eagles, who we're talking about maybe falling from grace a tiny bit, yeah. go to Tampa to take on Baker Mayfield and the Bucks. Uh, so the Eagles have been, they've been kind of trapped in this downward spiral basically since around week 13. So they've yeah. won one of their last six. Yep. Right. Oh man. Okay. The, so the and tough that's giants team at home. Right. Yeah. That's particularly disappointing because we thought that yeah. they got, they had a few like soft ball pitches in there that we thought that they were we thought going they were, to. I'm on the Phoenix. There was yeah. a giants, Arizona we thought giants. They went out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Did they? Not at all. So one is it. One. Win over the last six games. They're in a bad spot. They're limping into uh, the playoffs against a team, I think, that's like marching into the playoffs. So yeah. the Bucks are going into it like, we can beat the Eagles. And then the Eagles, I feel that's, like, are going into it like, man, that. I hope we can get past the Bucks. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. So they are a two and a half point favorite. The Eagles are three last time I looked. We three. Two and okay. Half now. Could be trending down. Yeah. I don't know. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm still gonna take the Eagles. They they find a way to win. They find a way to pull it out. We'll see. When I, I I don't know. I gotta take the Eagles. I like some parts on Tampa quite a bit. Mike Evans is having a nice year. Baker uh, Mayfield is doing really well. Shad White's having a nice year. Got yeah. down a tiny bit. Their defense is doing what they need to do. It's not quite as 
good as it was, I guess, when Tom Brady was there, but enough to win the division, enough to get him. Once yeah. you're in, you're in. So then you just take it game by game. They need to get more out of their key stars, Philly. They do. Yeah. DeAndre Swift has to have a game. AJ Brown has to have a game. These guys need to show up. If uh, yeah, but I think they're they're getting Devonte back. Yeah, yeah that, back. That, that'll so, make a huge I mean, difference. Their slot guy, and he's a great slot guy. Mm-hmm. So, right. I want to take Tampa. <laughs> I do, but I think it's going to be the it's Eagles. It's going to be the Eagles. Oh, I think it's going to be. I, agree. I would. I. This is a coin toss for me. This yeah. game's 50 50. I, I really don't know, but I'll, I'll take the Eagles with you and, and we'll see. All right. That's it for the eight games this week. Super wild card weekend. And now for wow, the seven. That was really fast. We didn't leave anybody out. That's crazy. No, I'm so used to doing eight. That was yeah. only six. We did 16 wow. last week. Yeah. We cruised right through. That's crazy. All right, now for the second, we get the most feedback on. Everyone seems to like it very much. We get a little more player specific, make some accurate fantasy predictions, and let you know who's going to show up, who's going to show out, and who's going to be a shit show this week. Now, who's showing up? All right, showing up. I got quarterback Baker Mayfield. I think is going to show up. All right. I think Baker Mayfield is going to, at minimum, hit uh, projections. The Eagles are not known for ha- well. They've Mm-mm. been having some struggles, especially in that secondary. Very much. Mike Evans has been great. Baker Mayfield's going to be using him quite a lot, and I think he will show up. Yeah. Quarterback for me, show up, Mr. Joe Flacco. Super Bowl winner. Here he comes. Joe Flacco. Okay. Watch out. Watch <laughs> well, out for Mr. Flacco against we'll Houston. See. Now with that comes. edge rusher coming right out. We'll see. <laughs> okay. So next one, running back. Running back. You know what? I said Tony Pollard at uh, Green him. Bay. They're yeah, going. I think that they will be using him early and often. I think that he gets enough, enough done. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to go Jamar Gibbs. Okay. Uh, Detroit, of course. Uh, he needs to show up and have his decent games that he's been having. You know. Mm-hmm. All right, wide receiver. Wide receiver. I went uh, Rashi Rice oh, with right. the Dolphins. I think that, uh, like I mentioned before, I think he is a rookie working really hard to be that number one. You know, and he and he's probably been the one that drops the least passes. No, there. but I think that yeah, this is uh, we're in the postseason now. I think he steps it up a bit. I like him to show up. All right, the Dolphins for me. It's got to be Amon Ross St. Brown. He has to show up because with Nola Porta, he's the guy they look to yeah. now. So yeah, yeah, yeah. they will do check downs. I mean, to, to Gibbs, like I just yeah. said, another guy's. But if they're going to win that game, he's going to have to be a big part of it. Mm-hmm. All right, tight end. Tight end. I also staying in that uh, Dolphins game with Travis Kelsey. He's, I think, if they want to pull it out, he's going to have to show up here as well, too. So um, they are playing at home. The crowd loves him. He's going to get in the attention. He's got it. He's going to, I have so, him to show up. All the Taylor Swift upside. It's swan song time for Mr. Kelsey. He's 34 yeah. years old. So we're getting, we're getting near the end. I mean, he's got his rings. He's, he's cemented himself as one of the best tight ends ever. I yeah. have the same as show up. Yeah. He needs to have a decent game, take some of the pressure off of the running game. And that's the way to do it for them. Yeah. All right. Showing up in defense. Showing up on defense. I got the Bucks. All right. You know, the Bucks versus the Eagles. So I, um, this is a, um, I don't know. This feels like one of those things, like we got something to prove. We have a chance here. And I think they're going to be playing. They're going to play them really, really hard. Yeah. So, uh, yep, I like the Bucks to show up. I like Kansas City to show up. Not to show up, but to okay. show up. You know, okay. slow that, that Miami offense down. You know, it's a homecoming kind of for Tyreek. You know, I mean, he has mm-hmm. his good years there and stuff. The fans will be booing or cheering. One of the two. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. But they're going to – and it's – I don't know if playing in the cold weather is something else too when you're a defense. So, yeah. they're going to have to do their thing. We'll see. All right. All right. So time for show out. Showing out quarterback. Okay. I like, actually, I put two in this category. I like Josh Allen at the Steelers. He's going to have a big one against them, I think, especially like you said with TJ Watt gone. And then Dakota Prescott at Green Bay. 
I think he had yep. a good one. I agree with both. I took just Dakota Prescott, but okay. I agree with both. The Bills, to, mm-hmm. for all our listeners, they go as Josh Allen goes. If yeah. he has a good playoff run, the Bills have a good playoff run. If he shows up <laughs> and he has one of his four interception games or something like that, then, yeah, not so much. But okay, yeah. so Dak Prescott from running back. What do you got? So running back, I went uh, Cook. On the so they got the bills, yeah, yeah, okay. So they got not Dalvin Cook, no, 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 not (laughs) Dalvin, but so I think that, um, yeah, the they got to get that the running game. They started with the running game going kind of later on in the season, it's been working pretty well. Oh, yeah, I think that it'll be, yeah, I think they're gonna dominate again in that way, too. Cool. Yep. For me, the whole key of Tampa, if they're going to win that game, is this gentleman, and I think he's going to have a really good game, is the second-year guy, Rashad White. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. If, if he, that's the way you keep the the Philly offense, the switch, push all that stuff on the sideline. Okay. So Rashad White. All right, wide all receiver. Right. Wide receiver. So I did um, two again in this case, Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup, I think will have a good day. I think, I think a, that uh, Matthew Stafford, like we said, that revenge game is coming in there with something to prove. I think it'll be a good one. So for our listeners who are not, again, sports gamblers, I'll just give you a little lesson. I think we should do one of these shows maybe later on. The over-under, that's the biggest one of the week. It's 51 and a half points, which if you do the math, that's 51 so, and a half so points. I, like I to, think that's about right. I hate the half stuff. That's Vegas being cute. Um, yeah. But it's so you should, if you ever track it like I do, it's funny to watch okay. how often it shows up. Um, so that's like 27, 25 or something like that. So they're expecting a lot of points. I am also expecting yep. a lot of points. So I that's a good so, call. Yeah. All right. For me, wide receiver, Mr. C.D. Lamb. Mm. So I think he's going to have a yep. nice, nice game at home to start mm-hmm. off the playoffs. And he'll be sort of 100 yard, a touchdown range. All right. Okay. Tight end. Tight end. I like Dalton Schultz. I like the Houston tight end uh, there. Mm-hmm. So just like you mentioned, this is a really tough defense that they're going up against and the rookie may be rattled quite a bit by this Browns D and that tends to be the tight end is that release valve, wow. that security yep. blanket. So, and I think he is in for a big day there. Yeah. Uh, for me, tight end, Jake Ferguson, the rookie in, in I Dallas. I almost went Jake Ferguson. I, I like him. Like, he, <laughs> yeah. As much as I don't want to watch Dallas a ton, but the, what I have watched this year, he's like the second, sometimes third look for Dak. Mm-hmm. So I, I could see him having a, having a nice game. All right, show Dak. up. The outstanding defense of the week is? Browns. The Browns. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Yep. So, yep, I have the Browns who show out. I really like the Texans. I would love to see them win. I just don't think they're, they're going to do it. I mean, yeah, the Browns, they, they've had – all sorts of adversity from very on, very early on in the season, and they seem to just step further into that role of the. You know what I mean? It, it matches the city. It ma- it's like yeah. their identity. They talk about so much when it comes, to, and they know exactly who they are. They go after. Yeah, I gotta go Browns. They're a hitting team. If you're a, if you're another team offensive player, that's probably the defense you don't. Well, them and the Ravens. Those are two, those are the two you don't right. want to see. Yeah. All right, well, the Niners too. Yeah. yeah. All right, for me, it's the Buffalo Bills. I just don't think Mason Rudolph and the Pittsburgh oh, offense has enough to to go into Buffalo and so them. They're playing a lot better. Um, they did very well against Miami last week. I just, yeah, I don't see yeah. Pittsburgh doing much offensively against them. All right, so All now right. for everyone's favorite one, shit show quarterback. Well, speaking of that game, I have Mason Rudolph. So do I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So just like you said, not very much uh, happening against the uh, the Bills there. So, yeah, um, unfortunately, he'll be the uh, shit show this week. I pretty much just have that, that game three in a row here. So I also okay. have Mason Rudolph. What running back for you would be? Running back, um, I went Singletary at the Browns. Devin Singletary. Yeah. He didn't show up very much last week either. Right. Yeah. And so that Browns D, they'll be, he'll be bottled up. But that's okay. I mean, because the Texans are a pass first offense anyway. Right. So I'm not, and I'm 
not expecting Shame much. They don't have there. Tank Dell. That would have made that game even more interesting. But yeah. that's how it goes in the NFL. Injuries happen. I have Najee. I'm just sticking that game a little bit. I have Najee <laughs> okay. Harris as my running back. I don't expect much out of him either. They will okay. run the ball a lot because the weather's supposed to be getting cold and snowy. Right. But I don't expect much from him. All right. Wide receiver. Okay. I went uh, Deontay Johnson. So did I. The Bills. Right. So <laughs> yeah. Mason Rudolph probably, I mean, won't be even able to get the ball to him out of this. Don't. Yeah. That offense is not going to uh, get very much done. So I, I stayed in that game quite a bit. Just my, my, the whole, heads up. My, my whole line here, pretty much. Yeah. So it's a tight end for you. Yeah. Fire yeah. move. Yeah, me too. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. Thought and then line. there was the, defense. The, the Steelers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, so we did basically the same thing there. Right. Yeah. Poor guys. I Don't get me wrong. I like Tomlin. I like the Steelers. I like, I like their fans. They're, they're, yeah. good, they're good fans. They're hardcore fans. But I just this is just a, a bad time of the year to be in such a hot team in, in, in their house. So. Oh man, if they show up and shut us up, this is going to be insane, Joe. You know that, right? If they have, if there's a huge upset for this, is it'd be insane. I guess I'll have to go buy a terrible towel or something <laughs> if that happens. Ugh. All, All right, right, guys, I think that will do it for this week. Please do come back and hang out with us again next week. I think we're getting pretty good at this thing. I think we're great at this thing. Okay. This is awesome. It's been a fun, fun start to the playoffs. Yeah. All right, where to find us? Spotify. Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, YouTube, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. Remember to like, follow, rate, and review us on any of these platforms. Those reviews are super important. Not only will they help us get better, but the more you guys rate and review, the quicker we move up in the podcasting charts, and we definitely want that. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the Air It Out Network, and you can support this podcast in the link in the show's description. Thanks again for listening again and all the support. Special thanks to Florida Fade and his Beyond the Arc segment. Signing off, this is Joe. This is Chantel. This is the Airdrop Fantasy Football League podcast. Talk to you guys next week. Enjoy the playoffs. Bye. Bye.